This podcast may contain language that is not suitable for all listeners. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are for entertainment purposes and may not reflect the views and opinions of the hosts. Hello and welcome. It's another episode of Without Definite Aim. It is a podcast where we utilize a random topic to dictate the direction of our conversation. I am your host who does many, many poor impersonations and accents. My name is Drew. <laughs> I'm your other host and I don't really do accents because I just embarrass myself and my name is Vinny. And Drew has a nice big icy glass of piss. It does. It does kind of look like um, a poorly uh, a poorly hydrated uh, <laughs> piss bottle. Yeah, for sure. Piss glass of piss. It is whiskey, though. Um, I do not drink piss. Uh, only on occasion do I drink piss. Um, but w- wait, I want to return to something really quick. You do an accent literally all the time. So I don't know. I don't know what time what you're talking about. <laughs> Oh, just like you do an accent all the time too. No, 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 no. I'm a white American, so it's not considered an. It's not considered an accent. You're a foreign. Oh, so I'm in another country somewhere. So the moment you step your feet onto another country, you're doing an accent. Yeah, and that country's not. Is that how accents work? Yep, they turn. You get turned on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're like, oh, I'm in London now. They're gonna make fun of my American accent. Ah, oh, I never thought about that until yeah. it makes makes sense. You know what you sound like here have... to all Americans is let's throw another shrimp on the barbie, mate. Yeah, I live in Sydney and I fucking take down kangaroos, alright. <laughs> G'day, mate. <laughs> it does it does it uh, real talk for a second. Does it does it bother you when people like are like, Oh, you from Australia, alright, down under mate, yeah. I think it's my personality type that, I don't know, like, as long as someone doesn't really dig at it, I don't really give a shit. You know, I expect every now and again, like, if I was somewhere and uh, men at work fucking <laughs> land down under or whatever the fuck that came on, that someone's going to come up and, Vinny, it's your song, <laughs> mate. And I'm like, oh, yeah, thanks. So it doesn't bug you that that much. You kind of just play. No, I've got used to it. I I expect it living here. I've always I've dealt with it nearly every job I've had in the United States, where people make dumb jokes or customers, you know, in like retail type settings are like, you know, they'll have this long winded interaction with you, and then it finishes with like, "Oh, see you later, mate," and I'm like, "Oh God!" You're like, "Well, damn, fuck you, you big old cunt." Like do like a, a like a like a stupid American like Southern accent. Um, what is what is the like type? What is the accent that people get most confused or most like like mix up your accent with? Basically, are they like, oh yeah, are you from London? Huh? You like tea? Yeah. I get that all the time. Doesn't surprise me if you're an uneducated piece of shit. <laughs> Uh, I expect you to say something dumb about my accent. Uh, no, uh, seriously though, uh, I get England all the time. I understand that. I get South Africa all the time. I, I mean, I don't understand it, but I do understand it. Uh, I get a lot of European countries, 
The one that didn't make sense until I met someone from it was a hardcore Bostonian accent. Mm. So I would, every now and again, I get someone that says, oh, you're from back east. And I was like, the first time, and I've had this for many, many jobs, right? And it wasn't until I met someone from Boston, I was like, holy shit, they do pronounce some words. And even me, yeah. it sounds Australian. It's wild. So, yeah, it's it's uh, they don't they they don't like you. They kind of elongate their vowels, right? Like, yeah, the, the classic phrase to try to do a, a Harvard or a, a Boston accent is "you pack your car in the Harvard yad," eating the yeah, chowder. Was, you know, it was wild, dude. When I actually I met, so I worked at Whole Foods for a minute, and when I left. Someone else that basically got my position was from Boston. And people would ask him if he was Australian. Whereas I would always get people saying, oh, you from back east, are you from Boston? And it wasn't until I actually met him at a party uh, with mutual friends, like, you know, months later. And I was like, holy shit, they do say stuff. And it's not every word, but sometimes they'll just say something. I'm like, it's straight up Australian to me. Like, it's wild. Yeah, it's like, um, it's like water. Water. You you guys say water like water. Like hey, water. Fuck you man, give me some water. It's a little. Have you seen Spencer Confidential? No, I have not. It's a Netflix movie with Mark Wahlberg. Oh, I have. I did see that actually. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's like Netflix have got this like formula now, and they're very good at doing like. Very, 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 very okay movies. Like, they're never amazing. They're always... The plots are pretty thin, but they're very fun. You don't have to think too much. No, I liked it. Spence, I liked it a lot too. Uh, I was just going to say, because that's set in Boston, because Mark Wahlberg is a Boston boy, uh, and his girlfriend in that was just... I was dying. The shit that she fucking said in that movie yeah. was just killing me. Uh, I won't ruin the You know the plot. what though? That's no. interesting because um, I just this I just this just popped in my head. Um, Margot Robbie, who's Australian, right? Like she, yeah. She her her like big breakthrough, at least in my in my opinion. I she may have I may have not have noticed her before, but her big break breakthrough was Wolf of Wall Street, right? Did you you saw Wolf of Wall Street? No, I actually haven't seen that. But <laughs> what? Dude, Wolf of Wall Street's a great. It's I need a good to watch movie. it. It's a I, good movie. I like Scorsese. I'm I'm not the biggest like on his dick fan. It's good. It's good. It's it's no. Crass. I'm sure it's good. Look, it's got it's got an amazing cast. So Listen, it's got Leo, Leo in it. So you know, it's Jonah solid. Hill, Matthew McConaughey's in it. Uh, Jared Leto's in it, right? No, I'm maybe. just making that maybe up. Maybe he is. I don't know, but. It's like sleazy, classic, like sleazy, eighties. Anyway, it's a great movie. You should you should watch it. But Margot Robbie does like a trashy New York accent, and I, I'm wondering if that wasn't like not that hard for her. You know, like I've been told. Oh, I think I saw it somewhere that Australians of all the actors of a lot of different actors find it the easiest to pick up and and uh, imitate other accents. Australians do? Just because... Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because she, she does part. like a very... Vinny, your red sweater is is very, very cute. Honey, come over here. It's almost like a like a old, like, 
I feel like we've done the old, like, grandma who smokes cigarettes, you know, like, Vinny, come here. You're such a sweetie pie. Come here. You give your grandma a kiss on both cheeks. You walk right past me. Never, never do that again. I will tear you a new asshole, honey. Don't come over here. Sorry. Let me light my cigarette, okay? Oh, it's so good. <laughs> I'm going to die when I'm 47, but I don't care. You know, like, <laughs> I don't <laughs> I don't know. God, Grandma's 47. Jesus. Yeah, because, you know, sleazy New Yorkers start popping them out at 16, you know? Honey, I had had your mother when I was 12 years old, okay? Your great uncle put... (laughs) I'm not... I I almost went to, like, rapey, but uh, let's not do that. That's a little dark for this podcast. Yeah, that's a little bit... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's a little dark uh, this podcast yeah all the places we go dark. and that's that's what we're um, line. listen honey we got one more thing to do before we get to the fucking random topic generator okay this podcast this episode along with every other one of our episodes is sponsored by a company called bentech you gotta check them out all right bentech <laughs> was established in 1992, back when I had your mother. I was only 12, which means I was born in 1980. I think, I, I think I'm actually only 41. I don't even understand anymore. All right, here we go. Continue talking about Bentech here. Established in 1992 and based in Brisbane, Australia. Bentech is Australia's only manufacturer of stainless steel tubing. The company then takes the tube in various shapes and manufactures grab rails, handrails, boat rails. Aye, aye, honey, you little captain. Honey, come here. Light your grandmother's cigarette. And a range of other products for the aged care, disability, and transport markets. You can find them at www.bentech.com. Bentech.com.au. All right, honey. We can get into the meat and potatoes of the podcast. Thank you, Bentech, as always. Your New York grandmother who likes to smoke cigarettes is is really thankful. Thank you. I think I'm sm- yep. slipping into English now. What the fuck is going on? That, like, grandma smoking cigarettes, because that was my... Uh, that was my nan... Uh, that, that's like it's such a like i think i've talked about it we talked about like scents that were like nostalgic to us once and that's one of those things that's like it's definitely not like a fun scent to me but there is some like little bit of comfort in it for me like bad like not like cheap cheap perfume but like just kind of like gross grandma perfume with cigarettes mm-hmm. just you like kind of musty definitely yeah there's just some kind of like weird comfort in oh that's nan hey that's Nan. It's the new candle yeah. by Vinny is called Nan. <laughs> cigarettes. I wouldn't and, even uh, know how to do a fucking Australian grandma who smokes cigarette accent. It's almost it's almost the same thing, right? <laughs> As the New York grandma. Yeah. yeah, guess what? What? I got the random topic yes, right this episode. You do. All right, let's go. Whenever you're ready, fucking jam that button and let's get get to it. All right. Uh, our random topic for this episode is Bigfoot. <laughs> Bigfoot. 
you know, it's a big foot. So when you're a big boy, you got a big foot. You, you know what yeah. they say about big feet. <laughs> Damn it, you fucking beat me to it. Fucking <laughs> big shoes, brother. <laughs> let's let's get that out of the way. Let's start by that. Bigfoot could be a interpreter. Okay, he may be a, a mythological creature that lives in the American wilderness or Canadian. Uh, but what size shoe do you wear, Drew? What do, what size shoe do I wear, like personally, or like what size shoe does, do yeah. I think Bigfoot wears? What size shoe do I wear? Maybe someone, maybe so, someone will be nice <sighs> enough to send us in some custom Crocs, some WDA custom. It's a Crocs. very average sized foot that I have. Uh, it's a, I, I wear ten and a half. That's wild. I I I feel because you're like what are you? You're like six one, six, six two? No, six like six even. Oh, okay. You're because I'm six foot two. Yeah, I'm six six foot. Uh, also, but I'm a size twelve. Damn. <laughs> it's not a penis measuring contest, Vinny. Gosh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, no, ten and a half, ten and a half for for Drewski. I don't have the big floppy feet um, that you might have. But <laughs> the big listen, floppy okay, hold on a second. There's a fucking though. cloud feet over yeah, no, here. Fucking no, 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 Captain Cloud no. feet. If if you have seen Vinny's calves, his feet are very proportionate <laughs> to his calves. Okay, um, this isn't surprising at all that he has size twelve feet. Um, for me, I would look. I feel like I I feel like my sh- my feet actually like kind of already look clown footish, especially if you wear like um, Converse. For example, where like the toe sticks out a little bit longer than regular shoes or um, some dress shoes, right? Where where they have like, you know, they just go out a little bit further than like a normal shoe does when, when it fits you. I get a little like floppy feetish. Just the way that my frame works, it looks a little funky. But I've never looked at your feet and been, damn, he's got some floppy feet. Like I've never, I've never like... <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you got some floppy feet. Isn't that bodies are weird? Yeah, like bo- mm-hmm. human bodies. No, I was um, I was conducting my annual testicular examination, myself, myself uh, examination that that every healthy male conducts once a year. And I was just like looking, and it's just like like scrotums are just like the weirdest thing of all time. I know um, they are weird. It's like. And one hangs lower to like balance like temperature or heat or something as well. Yeah, like that's just naturally that they hang unevenly. Yeah. Like one's like yeah, I don't know, three or four millimeters lower than the other one or something. Yeah, and and it's different in every male. Like it's not like oh, right-handed people have a lower hanging left testicle. Like it's not you know like it has no rhyme or reason to it. I I actually off the top of my head I don't know which one of my testicles hangs lower. Um, I'll get back to you on that, but. <laughs> <laughs> but uh choose like what choose like choose like wait a second whoops my mistake, my mistake. Uh, i'll come back next episode and uh, i'll have the uh testicular difference in length uh handy just so i can uh lay it down on you because i know you're gonna need it <laughs> oh man yeah no uh but anyways i was just like oh huh, trying to throw my phone across the room um uh, by the way, insert plug about che- checking your testicles as a as a healthy male. You don't want testicular cancer. You got to feel around for those lumps. I'm gonna get. I'll get real, real. So uh, 
one time, whew, I think it was before I found, before I met Jen, before I found Jen, like I was on this epic quest and I saved her from some barbarians. Yeah. Uh, before, I think it was before I met Jen, maybe, or maybe it was when I was talking to her. Anyway, uh, this young lad over here found a lump on his testy, right? I still have two testicles, okay? okay this story is not getting too dark yet. Uh, but as everybody can imagine, alarming, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, as a man in his uh, early 20s, uh, finding a, testi- a lump on your testicle is uh, pretty scary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I, uh, I booked a doctor's appointment. Dude. Uh, you know, pretty comfortable with. I mean, I don't like to go and show the world my 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 your ding dong fucking yeah your ding dong and giblets. Sure, yeah, my hot dog and two balls, but uh, definitely awkward. Like having you flopping your dick out and your balls, and I was lying down on like a doctor's table too, and the doctor's like it was a man doctor too, which I guess is better. <laughs> I don't I don't know. <laughs> I feel like it would be way more awkward for me if it was a female yeah, doctor. Yeah, it would. Way like, more awkward. Like, hey, um, hey, hey, doctor, I got I got size twelve feet, so you know what to expect down there. <laughs> uh, let me just set you up for success. Uh, anyway, yeah, definitely awkward, right? Anyway, he feels that he's like, yeah, he's like, I don't think it's anything serious. They can be just like benign, little like fatty fatty lumps mm-hmm. that form down there, and they just dissipate over time. Uh, but you know, let's be super careful and we'll you'll go and get an ultrasound on your fucking nuts. So I go to this ultrasound clinic, like maybe a week later. Also awkward. Uh, once again, I think was a male technician. I'm in a pretty dark room cause they have a little TV screen on the little ultrasound machine. Yeah, yeah. He's like, he's like, this is going to be cold. <laughs> He fucking rubs this ultrasound gel. Exactly the same shit they put in a pregnant room and on my balls. He's like, which one is it? Is it the right or left? I was like, well, you got them both covered there, mate. So I think you're good to have a look on both of them. Uh, and uh, yeah, through the ultrasound machine, they can measure like the density mm-hmm. and uh, of uh, the lump, which will give them a better idea. And I guess they don't tell you in the moment. They send the results back to the doctor. You go back to the doctor and he's like, yeah, mate, your testicles are safe. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, lumps on testicles. Check your testes. Make sure, Check your boobs. Mm-hmm. You know, boobs and testes. Yep. Check them for lumps. Make sure you're okay. Make sure you're healthy. If there's something abnormal that you don't, you don't recognize, fucking don't hold out. Just book an appointment with the doctor. Make sure yourself are okay, all right? You want to get it yep. early. So you want him to find it early because, because you, you shared, I feel like I need to share as well. I, I, I have like almost like a very, very similar experience to you. Um, I, but it wasn't, it wasn't like a lump on my test, like actual like testicles. It was, it ended up being, uh, it ended up being like a cyst on my ball sack. It was the worst, like, Honestly, it was so uncomfortable. It hurt, but I went to the doctor. I went to like urgent care. And you know, you just like you're in the you're in the examination room and they're like, "Oh, what are you in for?" They look at their chart. It says here you have a lump on your testicles and you're like, 
yep, yeah, that's it. And he's like, all right, let me take a look. And you have to, like, let you just, like, literally, like, shorts down around the ankles with your, like, you know, just everything hanging out. And this guy, like, looks at it. He's like, okay, yeah, cool. Um, and then, like, starts, like, pressing on it. And mind you, like, this is painful. Like, if you've ever had, like, a larger than a zit cyst, like, they can get pretty painful, right? And I'll say, like, this one was probably, like, maybe, like, I'm, I'm gesturing to, to Vinny. It was, like, this big, probably. It, it, it was probably the size of, like... like the circumference of a quarter? Yeah, circum- yeah, exactly. Circumference of a quarter, maybe a little bit longer. And so he's, like, pressing on it. He's, like, feeling it, trying to feel, like, the depth and everything. He's, like, okay, yeah, I think this is, like, a, you know, sebaceous cyst, like, not threatening, but let's remove it for your comfort. And I'm, like, okay, yeah, fine, whatever. And so he's like, you know what? We're gonna send you to the. We're gonna send you to the 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 place, the imaging place, wherever they do the fucking, you know, the uh, ultrasound or uh, yeah, ultrasound, right, on it, so they can like measure the the every like the exact uh, diameter and stuff and everything, like the exact me- measurement. So <laughs> I go to the I go to the fucking imaging place, and it's this like like maybe late forties, early fifties, like woman with gray hair. And I'm just like, oh, man, okay, like, the doctor was good enough, like, he was fine. So she's like, all right, um, you know, does the same thing where she, like, looks at her chart and is like, okay, I think, uh, I think we're imaging a, a cyst on your, on your left testy, is that right? I'm like, yeah, yeah, we're doing it. She's like, all right, go ahead and get undressed, I'll leave the room. I'm like, ah, all right, here we go. And so, like, I have a gown on, she comes back in, she's like, all right, go ahead and lift the gown, I'm like all right, here we go, you know, just like, you know, just like whip everything out. She, luckily, I, (laughs) luckily it was cold, or it wasn't cold, it was warm. They used some like warmed up lube for the ultrasound machine. Oh God, you got Yeah, no, it was, it was actually like a little bit warm, like it was nice, but she had no regard for any, like she had no regard for like pain level or she's like, was like pressing down as hard as she could and i was like on on top of the fact that i have a cyst down there my testicles are also down there and any man in the world realizes that's not a fun place to have an ultrasound she's just like fucking (laughs) digging in you know like trying to get the best imaging and i'm like i'm like sitting there like just like stiff as a board right like just like clenching like this fucking hurts and she's like, yep, you got a cyst down there. I'm like, yeah, I fucking know, Carol. Jesus. And so... <laughs> her name was fucking Carol. I don't know what her name is, but it seemed appropriate. She said she looked like a Carol. And so I, you know... Was it the Carol or Karen? Yeah, so I, I, you know, she leaves the room. I put my clothes back on. And then they're like, yeah, we can't do the procedure here. So I have to go to the ER. And, you know, the ER is the ER. It's fine. Like, I was there for a couple hours, you know... Of course, the nurse that came in was, like, a young, attractive nurse who was like, all right, you know, like, she does the same exact thing. She looks at the chart and goes, looks like we have a cyst on your testicle. And you're like, yeah, I fucking have a cyst on my balls. Like, let's just get this over with. And then, like, <laughs> the fucking, the, the doctor comes in, you know, an hour later. She, he's like, all right. Here we go. And I'm like, oh, man, is this going to hurt, doctor? He's like, no, I'll numb it up. It'll be fine. Uh, and he took care of it, and I left, and that was that. But um, 
There's my Jesus. there's my cyst on my testicle story. I didn't know I was going to be sharing that with with the podcast, but I felt like you were you were very honest. You know, I'm two whiskeys in, and, and things get just get kind of loose. But um, you know, I I was lucky enough. I think both times the doctor's like, oh yeah, if you just want to hold your kind of penis up out of the way, and I was like, oh oh no, thank he you. he totally that like, did that. So I was like totally like like touching everything down there to make let it let him like get a good you know good angle um but still your penis is out you know and you know hospitals not the warmest place so you can imagine you know you you know the freaking nurses in there my fiance uh, my girlfriend at the time was in the room my fucking mom was in there it was just like it was terrible Fucking all gangs here. Yeah, yeah. It was like, all right, here we go. Actually, I think, I think, I, I can't remember if I asked my mom to leave. Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. I was like, you know what? My mom's seen my penis like so many times. Like, it's not a big deal. <laughs> as a young lad, let's just be clear. I'm not naked. Like, I was about as- to say, Drew's fucking like 21 with his dick hanging out, just walking oh, around the shit. house. And you know, she's in the in the uh, emergency room, she's like, oh, Drew, your testicles have creased quite quite large since uh, last time I saw them. Oh, God. No, she always said, and I don't know if this was to, like, make me embarrassed or anything, but she always said I had the biggest uh, balls as a little child, like, as a young baby. I'm like, ah, jeez. So they haven't grown since then, huh? I think from memory, when babies, when boys come out, their, their testicles are like swollen because of something and they kind of retract a little bit. I think I remember that like when they first come out, like they do kind of look pretty big, yeah. but then they decrease in size. It could be proportionate too. It's like everything else is small and their testicles are like, yeah, that's right. We're a boy. What up? So if you didn't realize this episode, the random topic of this episode actually was testicles. It wasn't uh, Bigfoot. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. What the hell? How did we get onto testicles? Anyways, Bigfoot has a big dick, but, probably has some big balls. Um, <laughs> what I was saying though, right? Bodies are fucking weird, dude. Like human bodies do some fucking weird shit. Fucking getting cysts and fatty little lumps on our fucking testes that we have to go to the doctors for. Bodies are fucking weird. The shit our bodies do. And we just poison it, dude, with garbage. Yeah, exactly. We smoke cigarettes like Grandma in New York. No, like douchebag Drew. Jesus, come on. Classic. Sorry, let me put my fake gauges in and a backwards hat and get really get into character. What's up, bro? Fuck, fucking tank top. Yeah, dude. Put, put a tank top on. Light, light that ciggy in the parking lot. Yeah, light that ciggy. That's me. Or, or just put me in Vegas, and that's that's douchebag Drew. Fucking one Siggy, his one Siggy allowance in fucking Vegas, just when he's getting ripped. Uh, do you big? F- uh, yeah, do you believe in Bigfoot? First of all, like, like I feel like you this know I'm is, a sucker. No, for, I know you are, but like, probably, let's get it on the record here. Uh, I don't know. I do and I don't. Like, I I do find it like hard to believe that. You know, if 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 something like this is out there, I mean, I'm 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 on the fence about it. I mean. Some of those forests that creatures are in, if there is an intelligent type of creature, and then of course it hasn't been fucking found because it's smart, particularly if it's like a distant relative of some kind of like primate. Like, 
What's to say if these were in such small limited numbers? And obviously, we know the link between apes and humans. We know that these guys, you know, their offspring, if they're only having one, there could be a couple that only mate a few times. It's why the population is so low. So, you know, it's not like there's hundreds of them living in a forest. So you think so, there's, there's a limited number of big feet of Sasquatches? Which is why I th- well, yeah, I'm on the fence about it. Like, I'm, I'm like, uh, why haven't we found it then? But then at the same time, to think about how large some of those for- those forest areas, national reserve areas are, it makes sense, like I said, if something's intelligent, like really intelligent, that it hasn't been found. Right. Yeah. Um, maybe it's just because I don't fucking care. Um <laughs> But I've never like put, yeah. I've never put like more thought. I'm I'm always just like, yeah. Someone probably dressed up as Bigfoot, and that's how they got the evidence, right? Like, because there is like, I don't know. There's pictures out there, and and um, you know, footprints and whatever. Like that stuff is is pretty easy to fabricate, right? Like, let me let me make a plastic mold out of my 3D printer nowadays. And let me let me wait until it rains, and let me stomp that down a couple times, and have the foot the footprints disappear in a lake or something. You know, like like that that wouldn't be that hard. And then the next day, I'll just go out and take pictures. Look, Bigfoot. You know, and and just have my like fifteen seconds of fame kind of deal. Um, but to your point, like like, do we really know everything that's out there in those forests? Like like yeah. you said, it's it's those are especially up in Canada, like. There's hundreds of hundreds of thousands of square miles that are uninhabited and that people don't even touch like, like, you know, trails and stuff. So, um, same with like Loch Ness monster, like, you know, I don't know, maybe it's not, it's not out of the possibility. That's kind of how I am with aliens, right? Like, you know, right. The thing with Bigfoot that makes it believable to me is that, like you said, there's so much wilderness that's untouched that, you know, probably few people have ever seen. It makes sense that if something was pretty intelligent, that it could be like extremely invasive because, uh, evasive because, you know, if something knows its habitat, of course it's not going to be found, particularly if there's not a lot of them or they're just amazing at hiding. So I, uh, I mean, everybody knows that I've talked about it a million times. I'm a sucker for specialists. I've definitely watched Bigfoot shows. Of all the things I get sucked into, like definitely Ghost is probably the, the pinnacle for me, but I've I've watched a few Bigfoot things. The things that, that is always interesting to me, I guess, I guess there's structures to the way the ridges in our feet are. And some of those are like, even though they're not an exact fingerprint, they are a fingerprint in the sense that they're virtually impossible to fabricate. And that if some of these... Um, the casts that are taken from uh, Bigfoot uh, footprints, like it just, you can't fake it. Like it's virtually impossible. It's not like you just take a 3d sculpt of your foot and blow it up. And that's Bigfoot. There's just, there's ridges in primates and the way the structure of the foot is and where specific padding is that I guess animal experts, I mean, who knows it's probably a fucking paid actor for all I know on those shows, but, uh, it's like one of those things, like, you're going to make TV to be entertaining, right? But if those people are legitimate in their roles, uh, they've said that those things can't be fabricated. Mm. Like, some things in the footprints. There's definitely fake footprints out there, but uh, some of the way uh, the ridge of a foot is structured just uh, 
uh, from casts that experts have said that you just can't fake this kind of shit, you know. So yeah, yeah, I, I, that and just some of the stories about like people that are out in the wilderness and having encounters with the sounds that they hear. Mm. It's fucking terrifying and creepy too. Like just what these things do. I mean, they're not, I don't think they're really out there like killing people, but I listened to a, I know everybody's going to roll their fucking eyes. I listened to a paranormal podcast that talks about all things paranormal. Uh, They call cryptozoology. Well, here's the other point I was going to make too, just to backtrack a little bit. Two episodes ago, we did one on the deep sea. There's so much, so much shit and so many creatures that probably haven't been discovered down there. Who knows if there's fucking weird sharks that we've never seen, right? That's why I think that lends so much more truth that there could be some intelligent form of, uh, med- oh, not, not, not like a prehistoric fucking ape or something, but it, it, they could be, you know, to me, like you said, there's so much untouched land, particularly in Canada, and there are sightings of Bigfoot that go all the way up into Canada, so... Um. Yeah, I, I, I do believe it to a degree. I don't know. I, I think it just because I'm so like, I, I guess I am just like generally a sucker for that stuff. Like, I want to believe because it's, it's cool. It's kind of whimsical, cool right? Like, it's kind of like, yeah, it's kind of like, it's kind of fun to think that that there's a fucking eight foot tall ape waiting to, you know, take advantage of you in the forest. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's like. Could you imagine some guys like some guys like yeah I believe in Bigfoot yeah yeah I believe in him because I like to fantasize about what he'd do to me sexually, um, <laughs> yeah yeah you get to the the forest that you like uh, he's like Bigfoot's like I'm sorry man I think I got a lump on a testicle can you just hold my <laughs> cock up while I feel for it because I'm just real worried do about the doctors you, know, you can bring out here around. I think it's a cyst I might need it I might don't bring a female doctor I don't want that. <laughs> Uh, one of the I think I was going to say it there was a podcast I listened to and it was a former uh, he was a former military I don't know what the fuck he was like strategist or something but apparently in doing like pretty regular routine uh, wilderness stuff they encountered multiple big feet big foots uh, and they engaged with them with guns uh, and killed one of them. I mean, who, who knows how fucking far-fetched this is. It sounds far-fetched, and we probably find out that this guy was like a QAnon yeah. fucking <laughs> web board leader or something. He was fucking monitoring uh, all the uh, the website boards. Yeah, but he... But, but they, like, kill... So, okay. Uh, all right. Well... Okay, so I guess somehow they encountered multiple, and there was a aggr- they they got aggressive. Maybe they're on their territory or something because it makes sense that animals are good territorial, uh, and they engaged in combat with them and killed one of them. But one of them injured like a bunch of dudes. I don't know what this. I think I read this story. No, you know what? This wasn't a podcast. It, there's a lot of paranormal type video shit on uh, fucking YouTube. I think I just went down a rabbit hole one night. I think I went down a rabbit hole of Bigfoot sighting videos uh, and someone basically had recorded this story. It was a story that was sent in anonymous. I mean, that, that I guess should be a flag alone that it was sent in. Uh, 
by an anonymous user and they basically read the story word for word and put some pictures to it and stuff and I don't know it was a, it was an interesting it was a cool story at that I mean it, it, it sounds like a fucking Hollywood movie you know some routine army dudes go into the forest to practice some fucking war zone shit and encounter big feet and just get fucking dominated yeah I think the the most compelling argument for Bigfoot right if he does or she we're inclusive here or non-gendered maybe big feet don't have don't uh, you know maybe they're asexual maybe maybe they reproduce with themselves you know they have a penis and vagina we don't know um but the biggest argument like for there being a bigfoot out there is yes we we would have had sightings but who like honestly do you think do you think our government withholds information about some of that stuff from us probably i don't think that's very far fetched to to think that our government is 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 um withholding some some information about aliens about um ufos about maybe bigfoot maybe you know so it's it's one of those things where it's like you know on first glance you're like yeah it's just fucking folklore but on, on on second thought you know it could be it could be out there so who's who's to say i i'm i'm such a like this is how I this is how I approach religion, but I'm I'm such a like, eh. When I see it, I'll believe it. But up until that point, it doesn't really fucking matter, does it? Like, it d- does no. it matter that I believe in Jesus or God? Someone who yes. believes in Jesus or God would say yes, but does it really matter on a day to day basis? Nah, not really. Like, if I live my life and try to be a good person. And try to do the right thing, regardless of whether I believe in Jesus or God, I will have been a good person. And so if there is something like that, if there is an afterlife, if there is Jesus, if there is God, presumably they would let me in, even if I wasn't a believer, right? Like if you're a good person, if you do the right thing, if if you know, if you help others, that's that's what really religion is about, is just a guiding fa- a guiding light a guiding factor in how to be a good person um but same with bigfoot you know like it does does the existence or non-existence of bigfoot affect my daily life nope it doesn't but if until i see otherwise i'm going to presume yeah could be out there doesn't really matter you know that's just i don't know that's just my thought no, I think that's fair, but I guess, you know, I, I never really thought about it until this point. You know where I think I am such a sucker for it is that I have such a wild imagination that these myths, you know, go- hauntings, you know, haunted houses, cryptozoology, all these like strange creatures that we have that, you know, may exist, may not, like Loch Ness, Bigfoot, yada, yada, yeti, uh, UFOs. You know where I think I am as such a sucker for this shit is that they are the adult fairy tales. They really are. Like as a child, right? Fairy tales are captivating because you get these magical worlds where the mermaid princess becomes a princess and, you know, two little, a boy and girl go to a fucking candy house and get cooked by a witch. (laughs) Uh, She was just like, yep, fuck that. (laughs) 
Don't want to get cooked by a witch in a candy house. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, but, you know, where those fairy tales and those stories uh, captivate us as children, I feel like some of this shit really is like the, the real life. Well, not real life because we don't know if it, UFOs and Bigfoot exist, but it is the fairy tale for adults, at least for me, I guess, to a degree, because it is so captivating and there's that big sense of like awe and wonder and is it real? Is it not real? Am I ever going to see a UFO? Am I ever going to have, you know, a ghostly experience? Um, I never really thought about it in that sense, but it really is some kind of like captivating, like kind of strange, like fairy story, fairy tale to me, like uh, that I guess just pulls me back in because there is that big air of mystery. And the other thing I have too, like with how many people, and I've talked about it before, but with how many people like, there's a lot of fucking crazy people out there. We all fucking know that, right? 76 million voted for Trump, right? Is that, is that the number or something ridiculous like that? Uh, but of how many people have said they've had these signings, just like people have had the you know, experience with hauntings, there's got to be some truth to some of those. Like, I don't think there's that many people if every time that have had these, you know, interactions that are all that. Yes, a large portion of them are probably delusional and they may or may not had sexual intercourse with uh, a cousin uh but <laughs> they might live in alabama but uh but uh and these stories have been going on and there's native americans that have talked about interactions the specific tribes that know bigfoot and have had interactions with them and respected as this creature that they've lived with so for me, that's one of the things that brings weight to this. That I'm that I always like. How many of, are we just gonna have people that are gonna? I mean, I know there's legends and I know there's shit. You know, what's the game? Whispers, fucking secret whispers. Uh, and I know there's these stories that carry on through time and time and time. But uh, I just feel like there's got to be some truth in some of those interactions. I don't think that everybody that has these stories to tell is fucking bonkers. You know what I mean? Some of them are credible. Yeah. I feel that like law of averages type deal. Like they can't all they can't all be crazy. No, you have ghostly fucking encounters and stories going back for like hundreds of years. Yeah. And same with big bigfoot sightings have been going back for fucking forever. So uh, I don't know. I just feel like there's a little bit of weight to it. Real quick, because I, I know you're hungering for a fucking how much topic. Did you ever watch that show Survivor Man? Uh no, I know I know you know it. I do. Though. I was more of now, a this is the man versus wild guy. I was a ba- I, oh of course you fucked yeah, away bear grills. I was grills. a bear grills kind of guy. So so you know. So for the record, uh, I don't know the guy. I think his name was Leslie something. Uh, the guy who did Survivor Man was about as hardcore of all the guys that did that uh, because he went in legitimately by himself. One man, one camera. That even show where he would set up a shot and walk away from the camera and then have to trek back to the fucking camera just to get the shot. Uh, he separately did a show because of all the times he did Survivor Man, there's times where he had heard and had experiences in national parks. No, legitimately, he did a Bigfoot show. That's terrifying because he'd had to s- me. He'd had... S- yeah, he'd had so many experiences in forests that were Noah's and, and national parks that were known for having Bigfoot sightings that he that even though he hadn't seen it face to face, there was just things he could he couldn't explain. 
just sounds that didn't make sense. Like there's a lot of things about like Bigfoot basically picking up two fucking giant logs and smacking them together. And that's a way that they communicate or that they basically, they're territorial. They slap fucking big logs together, big branches. Uh, and it's a way of them to communicate without being vocal. So they can't be picked up because it's just a big bang. You know, is it two trees falling against each other? But there's just too many experiences he had uh, that he started, he did a show, which was in the vein of Survivor Man, but putting surveillance cameras down, you know, like trail cams and stuff like that, and other things that supposedly attracted Bigfoot. Uh, and it was pretty captivating. I mean, he had some weird shit on that show, but it was just interesting because he was like the hardcore Survivor guy of all the guys. Like Bear Grylls, I've heard like half of that shit was fake. And it totally he was. He has a massive crew with him. Yeah, no, he, he yeah, Bear Grylls has like four camera guys. And he'll he'll be like, oh, I'm gonna go jump in, you know, I'm gonna go jump in uh, in quicksand and show you how to get out. And you know, he'll have people help him out or or people right there to help him. So, no, I I, I know that I know that Man vs Wild was more for production, like more for like TV entertainment. I enjoyed that more, but Survivor Man is legit, like just a guy in his camera. And I know I I know that that was more legit than than man versus wild for sure but i dude that that like honestly being by yourself in nature that's kind of that's nerve-wracking don't you think well considering how many people get attacked by fucking uh any animals mountain lions well but like bears yeah mountain lions like that i was on i was hiking the other day yesterday i went for a hike and i was like I've seen that many fucking mountain lion attacks that happen, and I'm just like, I, I, I honestly play through my mind, like, how am I going to win this battle with a giant fucking cat? I've got a tiny-ass pocket pocket knife. I've heard of, like, runners and shit strangling these motherfuckers out on the trail. I'm like, Jesus, I don't know if I've got it in me, but I'll give it a shot. Yeah, dude. I feel like I would die. I, I, I honestly, like, I think I think a mountain lion could take me out. I know that's not like very masculine of me to to uh, to say that, and I know men aren't supposed to, but I just you know I just it hurts. Ouch! You know they scratch me. Ah oh, man! Ah! Oh, everybody knows at this point. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> we get scratched by its giant fucking talons. Uh, no, everybody knows we embrace our femininity in this podcast. We always have. Yeah. No, I I would be nervous with a mountain lion. There there is a level like I don't think any human knows. Unless they've been in a situation like that, like I guess you know, some military members probably know that the feeling, but I don't think human, I don't think like everyday people know what they would do to stay alive. Like we've never, we we're such a comfortable being, you know, like we we don't know what it's like to actually be in a survival situation. I've never, I've not once been like, what am I gonna do? I might die in this situation, you know. Not not once in my life have I ever been uncomfortable like that. I've only had it once. Uh, my brother and I went for a long ass hike, and uh, water got pretty low, and we were definitely suffering from dehydration because walking back to the last like two or three miles to the campsite, where uh, we had we basically had to stop down lying on the ground, like it was rough. Damn, dude, we were in the desert. That's a gnarly. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. I, I mean, I didn't. I didn't really feel like we were going to die, but there was definitely dehydration. You know, we had enough water and stuff, but we just didn't have. We had a lot of water. We didn't have enough, is what I should say. But uh, we went on a big hike. It was a desert. It wasn't a crazy hot day. 
We were there in October, uh, which, you know, the nights are pretty cold, but the days are still pretty warm. Uh, but yeah, that last few miles were, I just don't think we had enough snacks. That was probably one of the things. And we ultimately didn't have enough water in the last like three or four miles. We knew where we were. I want, we weren't worried about like, like where we knew we were very, uh, on top of location, but yeah, I didn't think I was going to die, but it was definitely like pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've never, I've never really been in that situation. So, and I think most people haven't. Um, I, and I guess that's, that's, that's a privilege, right? Like of, of living in a first world, like living in America. Never, I, you know, I know, I know that I'm a privileged person to never have that, but I, I think, you know, face to face with a mountain lion, I think it's hard to predict how, how you would do in that situation, you know, when you're life or death. Right. Daddy's got to come home. That's all I'm going to say. Exactly. Daddy's got to come home and take off his size 12 boots and, you know, conduct a testicular exam. Those are, that's what life's about, you know? On Bigfoot. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Are you ready for how much? I feel like, I feel like we've. I feel like we've exhausted Bigfoot. We've never, we'll never exhaust Bigfoot until I find him. And, and no, we haven't. Drew doesn't him. give a fuck. Vinny's in his fuck. Drew doesn't give a fuck. Vinny's in his fantasy land. The yeah, end. Yeah, that's basically what it is. All right, it's time for how much with your host, Vinny. Me. What do you got for us this week? Alright. Um what do we got? What do we got? Let's see something like wildernessy. Because we're talking about like being in the wilderness. Uh what about this? This is kind of camping related. How much to pee and poo in a hole for a year? Same hole? Does it have to be the same hole? Yeah, it can be a big hole, it can be deep, you know, and I'm guessing there's gonna be some uh some natural uh decomposition into the ground you know i'm not saying it has to be a small hole obviously it's going to be but, but big, the but same hole yeah the same okay. hole yeah one hole. all right and do i have toilet paper available yeah I, i'm not saying you know you have to you know yeah i i, I would you know what to be fair i think there's no seat right mm-hmm. you're literally squatting yeah. over this thing so you're pushing your pp sure. down uh um and uh for a whole year, it's huh? toilet paper. Yeah, yeah. This you got to have toilet paper. I'm not. I'm not going to make yeah. you not have toilet. I paper, think but... I would do that for. What's what's worth the inconvenience of not shitting in a toilet? Yeah, what if it's like a cold night? You know, cold San Diego night, dude. Get a little bit of frostbite on your boom. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, because because. It's a whole year, you know, and some, you know, sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes you, you poop twice a day. Um, you're definitely peeing more often than that. Um, I definitely shit twice a day. Are you a twice a day guy? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a once a day. Oh, some, sometimes more if I'm feeling up Damn, to it. Damn, look at you. Fuck. 12, size 12 foot and he's a twice a day pooper. Whoa. <laughs> good for jen dude locking it down um 
Oh, you, you know how much shit I'm giving for fucking. I mean, I'll be how honest. How much shit you're giving for shit, spent, for shitting twice in a day? Well, not that, but you know, or for having tw- a size twelve feet and underwhelming her. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. We don't have to go there. No, just sitting on the, just sitting on the fucking toilet for too long. You know, you get. It's a little bit of a break, it. to be honest. It's a little bit of a, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a life I break. It's a fifteen minute life break. You know. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> um, so, I think... Yeah, what do you need? It's not that big of a deal to shit in a hole, to be honest. Like, especially if it's deep enough and you have TP and, you know, it's not that big of a deal. Um, but I'm just trying to figure, like... You can even just have some wet ones if you want, if you like it. Yeah, yeah, just like a one wipe, one wipe type, type of deal. Um... Yeah, we'll get you some of those moist Tap, toilet yeah. paper bum wipes too. But I, I just don't think I want to do that, you know? So for that reason, I think it would what? take... I think it would take like, I don't know, like $5,000 to do that? That's fair. Like yeah, maybe 7500 if if, you know, to be, to be safe. But the, like that's where my brain's at. I just, I think it's just, in, it's so inconvenient to shit, to have to shit in a hole, you know? And who knows what the smell's going to be Drew, like, you know? Drew gets to a fucking year of it and he's like, oh, I can go back to a toilet. And he's like, no, you know what? I really liked being with nature. I just, I really enjoyed the light breeze and the sound of birds while poo was coming out of my anus. <laughs> Uh, I'm with you. I'm with you. It's complete inconvenience. I don't, it doesn't bother me. I've camped a bunch. I've shit in holes. I've pissed on the side of the road when I've been desperate. I mean, I've shit my pants in public. So, um, (laughs) that's all Drew needs to do to send to a new level. He's had his testicles fondled by strangers because of mysterious, uh, bumps Mm -hmm. as have I. Uh, but his was definitely more traumatic than mine because Karen fucking squashed his chest. Yeah, she was terrible. Fucking um, Carol, dude. I'll never forgive her. Fucking Carol. She's like, fuck this twat, this young <laughs> shitty kid oh. and his fucking testicles. Uh, I'm with you. I, I would say it's an inconvenience. So five to ten grand for the inconvenience. I could go cheaper if it was a competition, but yeah, it's you're going to get over it. And squatting, I mean, I guess the bonus side is squatting's not even that it just feels like it's hard on your knees after a while maybe just because i'm an old bastard but uh yeah i would i i guess i'd be in and out pretty quick you know what about all right i have an alternative maybe for I'll, you what what how much would it cost you to shit on your hands and knees like on all four and you have to like you <laughs> oh like a like a dog yeah yeah where the dogs kind of have their the dogs have their feet forward and their hands kind of back a little bit. Is that how they shoot? Yeah, they're 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 all their know, paws kinda... are in the same area and they just like hunch over. But but I'm I'm saying like I'm oil. saying like hands and knees like crawling where you might have to like propel the shit out of your bum to not get it on anything. Oh my god! Yeah, it's just gonna, it's gonna slide down your fucking gooch, dude. That is terrible. <laughs> How much to do that for oh, you? Oh man, that would be ter- that. Yeah, that would suck. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, I'd be upwards of 
75 to yeah, 100. Yeah, it's got to be at least that. That's terrible, especially, you know, you eat some bad sushi. You know, what happens then? <laughs> of all the food, bad, bad sushi. sushi. You eat some old fish. Oh, you know? dude, I just... Oh, man. I just think from that angle, it would run straight down your gooch. And, and men just men have sli- a little just... problem there. It's going to slide right into... You might have some infections going on. It's going to slide right into your into your goochal area, maybe down your testes. If it's runny, it might get all the way to your pee-pee. So... <laughs> God, <laughs> that's classic. All right, so like, yeah, I I think five to ten is is reasonable for for that for that um shitting in the shitting in a hole for for a year. It's just the length of time is just kind of a pain, you know. So, I guess it means you're not going to fuck around on your phone for fifteen. No, minutes. you're you're going out there and getting it done right away. Uh, it's like it's like pooping at a. <clears throat> at a campsite that doesn't have like plumbing you know they just have the tanks you you go in there you get your shit done literally and you and you and you leave god those fucking camping toilets with their bacteria eating fucking enzymes yeah, dude, it's all, fucking it's all stinky and so bigfoot can go feed it's like you don't you don't want to look down the hole but you do anyway <laughs> and you regret it you're like Oh, look, at there's my shit piling on other shit. All right, cool. Uh, all right, <laughs> that was How Much with your host, Vincent. Uh, and Drew for bringing it in the end for the uh, poo it yeah. on your hands and knees. Poo it on your hands and knees. That would be terrible. Oh, man. <clears throat> um, I, I just want to throw out there, if you believe in Bigfoot, let us know. Uh, comment. Leave it, Leave us a comment. On our Instagram page at Without Definite Name Podcast, throw us a DM. Like, yeah, I totally believe in Bigfoot. Do it. Why not? Um, maybe we'll engage with you. Uh, if you also want to write some, write some sexy fan fiction about uh, fucking Bigfoot too. I'm into that too. I'll read that up. I'll sexy. put it up on the on the Instagram yeah, too. The the keyword being yeah. sexy there. Yeah. I haven't Google searched a sexy Bigfoot picture, but I'm going to before the night's up. Sexy Bigfoot, just to see what happens. Uh, I'm gonna just. To see I need to happens. do that right now. Sexy Bigfoot. Let's see what happens. Amazon.com pops up with five sexy big Bigfoot stories. Not as not as sexy as you'd like, but. Um, Like, like this is on Etsy. Like, who who's ordering this? It's it's got like it's like Bigfoot with muscles. He's flexing and he's wearing a thong, to where you definitely could see his penis. Uh, I guess there's like porn. There's Bigfoot porn too. Boffing Big, Bigfoot. The Alien Sex. Oh, you saw that yeah, one the too. The Alien Sex Chronicles, vo- Volume One. <laughs> and the chick, her name is Anne L. Probe. Gorillas in the Mist. Classic. In the Mist, not Mist. Miss M I S S. A sexy Bigfoot adventure. 
Bigfoot's new mate. Read by Roy Wells. I'm like honestly a little bit interested. NewYorkPost.com says it Bigfoot like- erotica is actually is absolutely a thing. Who knew? It looks it looks like it's a. I don't know if these are. No, these aren't Barnes and Noble. These are books. Uh, it's a series of books by Virginia Wade. They're called Come for Bigfoot, and they're volumes like one to fourteen. Jesus. Here's a here's a uh, definitely a porno movie. Sweet Prudence and the Erotic Adventure of Bigfoot. You know what? And then it says, yeah, you know, know what they say about guys with big feet. Oh my lord! Look at the look at the freaking look at the title like like the title page of this stupid thing. Sweet Prudence. God. Oh man. <laughs> this one is an erotic well, short story. He let... says gay Bigfoot, a mouthful of Sasquatch. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus. Alright. Oh wow, C U M come for Bigfoot, number ten. <laughs> yes. Jesus. Who knew? Who knew? I can't believe this is a series of books could come for Bigfoot. What the fuck? Jesus. All right. So if you have any erotic fan fiction about Bigfoot, make sure to send us send us a, send us your erotic fan fiction. It'd be great. We'll read it. We'll read a passage out loud on our podcast. Or if you just had an encounter, let us know. Slide into the DMs. Let us know about your Bigfoot <laughs> encounter. We want to know whether it was sexual or not. Yeah, we definitely do. At Without Definite Name Podcast. Be sure to like, subscribe, rate, and review all the good stuff. Uh, our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, YouTube. Literally everywhere, I think, pretty much at this point. So uh, you can find us anywhere. Just search Without Definite Aim. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to our unique yet similar stories about our testicles. Uh, I understand that if you're a matronly figure, that might be uncomfortable. But listen, everyone has, um, you know, everyone has that awkward doctor's office visit. And Vinny and I just have a very similar one. So, um, (laughs) you know, it's gonna, it's gotta happen. But thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us this week. Of course, as always, we will be back next week with another episode of Without Definite Aim. We'll see you later. Thank you. Bye.